THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, Listen Nerds Like You, and Floating Bunny head creator Jonathan Sims. Head to Skelenaut.com today to see John's comics, shirts, art prints, and more. That's S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T dot com. Yes. Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Jolly devil. Welcome to the 200 Nerd Comic Book Podcast, first and only Facebook talk show. We're calling it the THN Cover to Cover. And today, we're doing it for Saturday, October 5th. 5th. How do I never know what date is on Saturday? I don't know. I think the rest of the week, I'm really good at this. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 11 to noon, Central Standard Time, Joey and I are talking all things comics, and we do it with you nerds live. But it's not just comics. We talk about movies. We talk about video games. We talk about uh, role-playing games. We talk about all manner of craps. It's really up to you nerds. And if you want to do that, you got to call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook Call Now button. And it's conveniently located somewhere on our Facebook page. I don't, yeah, I mean, it's there. <laughs> Towards the top? I mean, I don't know. If you can't call in live, that is fine. You can leave us a message at any time, day or night, at that same phone number, 402-819-4894. Or you can send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Perhaps you like oddly placed fart noises like some of our friends. Get your soundboard art, record some fart noises, and plug them right into your MP3. We'll hear some later, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Buy a soundboard to call into this show for two minutes. That's what Jimmy Randall did. He loves it. And now he's yeah. famous, Joe. We made that guy famous. Talk about X-Men 2099, says Corey. X-Men 2099 was a comic book in the 90s. It certainly was. And Corey's the only one who still cares. Skullfire. <laughs> Before we get started, The Joey, guy with the black eyes and the white face. I need you to reset the question of the week. That might be Skullfire. <laughs> the guy... <laughs> Corey, name off some X-Men 2099. I, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? That's Corey's answer Dragon to the question Claw. of the week. Corey, we are about to ask Corey about his answer to the question <laughs> of the week. <laughs> this week's question was submitted by Brian Domingos via the THN forums. Battle Chasers had a big collection released this week, and I can't help but think of the poor souls picking it up that have been hanging on to the memory of what could have been for 21 plus years. What is your unreasonable comic book loyalty? We're talking about guilty pleasures. I mean, no, I don't no, know. You don't have to feel comics. guilty about it. It's just like you're a diehard fan of this thing, no matter what crap they shovel at but you. But you're also well aware this is not great stuff. I don't think that's true either. <laughs> I like, think it is. No. It's like it's good for you. A guilty you know pleasure it. is a different thing. I'm thinking like, like I'm going to give my answer right now, just as an example. No. Yes. Just give a different one and save your answer. <sighs> okay. This is uh, how we work. We don't give it away in the beginning. They're like, got it. Thanks. Go, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. You're a do like you're a diehard fan of Ghost Rider, no matter what, like, oh boy, weird ghost driver. Sure. That terrible lady ghost rider series. That like was awful. You're just you're in it no that matter what. But you're in it to win it. But it's not always bad. It's sometimes good. Spirits of Vengeance was bad. I really enjoyed it <laughs> it was bad was it bad or was it just no go 90s? back and read it it was bad All it right. was just dumb i don't i mean only it ever was the first couple. dumb blaze with the was running around with like the he had the full-on mullet and the shotgun that fired like it, what did it fire it fired uh rosary hellfire. beads no rosary no beads his and shotgun hellfire. fired hellfire yeah but he loaded it with rosary beads and then fired hellfire and rosary beads it was so dumb it was so stupid i loved it 
I totally loved it. Uh, Corey did not let me down. Jean, Jean Chizan, Crystalline, Bloodhawk, Bloodhawk, not Dragonclaw, Metalhead, Mean Streak, Serpentina, Bloodhawk, Junk not Pile. Dragonclaw. Well, I thought it was like Dragonclaw. No, it's Bloodhawk. It's just two of the most ridiculous. La Lunatica. Who was the guy with the white face and the was that Skullfire, Corey? He had a white face and like black circles around his eyes and he had like a red mullet. You're asking the wrong dude. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Are we gonna do this? X-Men 2099 is another perfectly good example of guilty pleasures. Bloodfire? No, Stuff not Bloodfire. No, Bloodfire was something else. Bloodfire was like a Malibu thing, I think. It was either Malibu or Gun No uh Gunfire Firearm. Firearm was a was the Malibu book. There was also Gunfire. Gunfire is a DC character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Gunfire One Million accidentally turned his ass into a hand grenade. Um, in the pages of Hitman One Million. Who was Gunfire? Just a guy. Just a guy. He was one of the guys that uh, he was one of the people that got powers uh, during Bloodlines. Oh. Yes. Bloodlines would be another perfectly good example of one of those. Well, they comics. did, but I mean. No, but like you enjoyed it. It just doesn't necessarily hold up. It's you. No, I think this it's something that keeps coming back. Oh, OK. It, it's not just like I really love that one shitty storyline. No, gotcha. you're loyal to something like I'm Captain America. Number one, Captain America fan, no right. matter what, even gotcha. though it's sometimes shitty. Yeah, it hasn't been for a while. though. No, it hasn't. I was just using no. the character as an example. Tanisi Coates, 402-819-4894. The phone lines are open. There is also... <laughs> it's Skullfire. Thank you, Thomas. Skullfire. <laughs> and was Skullfire like a Sunfire thing? No, he had like green flame. But I mean, like he kind of looked like Sunfire, didn't he? No. He didn't have the weird Sunfire face with the flame hair? No, he had a white face with black circles around his eyes. Okay. And red mullet. Does that sound like Sunspot to you? I don't know, maybe. Sunspot. Sunfire. Does that sound like Sunfire either? <laughs> Throwing out a lot of fires, suns. Does that sound like Adam X the Extreme to you? <laughs> I forgot about Adam X. <laughs> uh, it is also New York City Comic Con right now. God, he and did have a mullet. I did remember it correctly. Post it in the chat. Post the link. Look so at this clown. Look at this Drop clown. I want to see this asshole. Uh, save image. Uh, this can't be good. Where did the image go once I saved it? Uh, you don't have to save it. Just copy the link. Oh, but no, I want to actually post the picture. Oh, well, if you put it in there, it's going to open the link. That's Facebook, baby. Come on. What are you, new? Jesus. It's an image. It's not. Uh, shut up. Copy link image. Shut up. This is what I deal with all day. Oh, Grandpa see, Joe. You can't post a picture, so I do have to just post a link. So post a link. We can click on it. We're I'm all gonna, smarts. God damn it. I'm going to. 402-819-4894. There is all manner of garbage happening at the New York City Comic Con. This weekend, we were just discussing some of it. He's no Halloween Jack. That's He got that right. Who was Halloween Jack? Is that more 2099 crap? Good Lord, that took forever. Skullfire. If you want to play along... Oh, God. <laughs> if you want to play along, you can uh, get on the Faces book and look at our chat. Skullfire was a member of X-Men 2099, which were part of... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know This that. cyberpunk sci-fi setting endured... Yeah, Though he was originally meek and hesitant, Skullfire evolved to become the team's leader. Does he look meek and hesitant to you? Uh, you know, I mean, four names. Timothy, Sean, Michael Fitzgerald. <laughs> they named the hell out of that dude. <laughs> they just wanted to be sure they could identify him. Uh, marital status, he's presumed single. He doesn't like to talk about it. He may have been married to Ryko. That sounds like it was a thing. Okay. May right. have been married. Like he told some people he was, but Ryko didn't confirm it. It's like, hey, this is my wife, Ryko. And she's like, what? Just kidding. Hey, <laughs> like, this is my friend, Ryko. I don't know what that guy's talking about, baby. Wait, don't did he say it. wife? 
Skullfire absorbs ambient electrical energy, then projects it. God, I hate that shit. Ambient electrical energy. Shit. Like, there's just a lot of electricity crackling around then the he air. he projects it as a powerful burst. When he does this, his body glows from within, and portions of his skeleton become visible. Skullfire. Skullfire. The amount of power he can project is dependent upon the amount of electricity he can absorb. That doesn't mean anything. You haven't told me anything. He has proven able to absorb the entire output of Halo City's massive generator. Wow. It has also been implied that Skullfire... I presume that's big. ...cannot be killed by normal means. What the fuck are normal means? Like a gun? <laughs> that's normal? Poison? I'm like, how'd he die? Oh, he was gunned down. I'm saying, well, that's not very normal. That's out of the I mean, I, in the year of our Lord 2019, I believe it is yeah, fairly okay, fair normal. Enough, fair enough. <laughs> you go to see the Joker movie and you get gunned down. You yeah, know, that's boy. how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we want to talk to some people that saw the Joker. I, I want to talk to somebody who saw the Joker. I don't uh, care about it. I'm going to go tomorrow. I've heard wonderful things. Zach Hollowell was singing songs about how great it was. Mm, he loved it. songs. Yeah. I've heard very mixed reviews. He loved it. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. It like, but it sounds like it's just a pull no punches, fuck with your head kind of, which a Joker movie should be. If you're going to do it, yeah, it should be. Newsarama gave it a five out of 10. That's not a glowing review. When was the last time Newsarama gave something a good review that we agreed with? Remember what Newsarama gave the Frank Miller Superman? Yeah, Newsarama gives good reviews to things that don't deserve it because they're on the take. Exactly. So for them to see, be like, nope, shit, this is shitty. Maybe that just means DC quit writing them checks. They, put, they quit sending out previews. Maybe that was the next thing they did, huh? Up yours, DC. You think you're going to stop piracy like this? I got news for you. You don't talk about that. Huh? The previews. It's just previews. You know, they're not sending them out. Whatever. Yeah, they don't know nothing. Screw them. Shut up. 402-819-4894. So we can please talk to one of you nerds. It would be great. In the meantime. Is the phone on? Phone is on. Let's talk about these uh, New York Comic Con happenings. Ooh, uh, Thomas Branch, uh, Hox and Pox, what's up with that? Are the original X-Men exiled? Like Sabretooth? I don't know. They didn't do anything bad, did they? Well, I mean, if they weren't going to play along and Moira, who's inside Professor X's head, wanted to make sure she had puppets no. to do the job exactly She's, as she <laughs> thought it needs to be done. She has tried how many times now? This is life 10? Uh -huh. She's tried that many times. She needs everything to happen exactly as she wants it to happen. You need puppets to do that. Not mm. X-Men. Not mm. X-Men, baby. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who dis? Hey, it's Frank Cirillo. Hey! How you doing, guys? Hello, Frank. Hey. Frank, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I, uh, I, I just so happens I went to New York Comic Con. Oh, no shit. How was it? Yeah, I went. I went Thursday. I go for professional day because I'm a teacher, oh. and um, and it was, oh, dude, it was wall to wall people. They, they, they made professional day open to the public now. What? Uh, so yeah, so, it's it's kind of not cool because what's the point of professional day if everybody can go? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's like ridiculous because it's like and the, and then it's so big now. They're gonna wind up adding another day. I'm telling you. Because it's so big now. It's the second biggest have, one, right? Next to San Diego. This is the second largest one. Yeah. In yeah, America. San Diego's the biggest one, then this one. But they, they have like satellite buildings that you you go to. And they've been doing this for a few years now where they, the, the Madison Square Garden, um, there's a the theater, the Madison Square Garden. They had they had programming at New York Public Library for teachers. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not walking all the way to the Javits Center and then walk all the way across town to go to New York Public Library. Okay, that is no, kind of cool, you. though. It, I, I, like if it's going to take it, over it the is. city, that's kind of neat. 
I, I, I mean, if, if it's gonna, then make it really huge, make it yeah. a week. Then let's just do know? it, make it a week and take over the city. Like my wife does a, a science festival in Nebraska and it's like the whole state yeah. stuff happening here, stuff happening there oh, wow. all over. And it's really well, cool. cool. And I think that might be the future of comic Con. Mm. It's getting more and more expensive to yeah. rent out a giant building and pack everybody in oh, there. Yeah. Do programming around Absolutely. the city and crap, you know? I mean, like, have a big yeah. presence where you walk through and there's retailers there, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. And do a retailer summit. Do an artist summit. Do, you know, they do a retailer. They stuff. do a retailer breakfast uh, before New York Comic Con. It's sort of like a retailer summit where they give right. out, like, yeah, exclusive they, they news do that. I know. Yeah. I, I, and then all the retailers are walking around with their goodies. And I'm like, yeah. did you get that? Oh, I went to the retailer breakfast. I'm like, oh, yeah. son, son of a bitch. You know? yeah. All you got to uh, do was, is I mean, waste a bunch of your own money I, and open a comic store and doom yourself to hell. And you could go to the retailer summit. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, I'm. I took I took a lot of pictures. I, I I stayed on the show floor because it's like everything I wanted to do was so there's so, I mean when I say wall to wall people I am not kidding. I went down to go I was trying to go do a like a meet and greet with Michelle Nichols and I was gonna do a, you know get a photograph and it was like oh, whatever whatever it cost I didn't I didn't really care. But I get down there and there's a line so you can pay for the picture. Yeah. Then you got to get out of that line and get in another line to go to go get get the picture with her and I'm like. There's like 150 people on that line. Yeah. Not, uh, and I get it. It's Michelle Nichols, and she's getting older. She's probably not going to be doing this a whole lot longer. Right. But still, like, ugh, that shit. Now, the it, only thing that's I, more I sad than the line, the, the line to get in the line, is when they have the famous yeah. people, and there is no line at all. Like, that's really oh, yeah. sad. Oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> when you're yeah, walking no, by, sad. like, somebody somebody that was in Farscape or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Right. I've seen it. I've seen it with Dude, comic that creators uh, that I've seen that it with was, comic that creators was, that, that were supposed to be like huge names. I told yeah. this story on the show at the Las Vegas Extrosion. They had a huge like <laughs> roped off area in front of Brian Michael Bendis because they thought there'd be a huge crowd, mm. and he was alone. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that well, was, was, was years there ago. There was like yeah. a giant line. And when I say that in our alley, there's a giant line. I'm like, I'm like, who's this line for? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. It's for Greg Capullo. He's not even there yet. Oh, and there's wow. a line for him. Yeah, they queue I'm up like, before they even line. show up, and then they cut off the line. It was insane. And then they're yeah. like, you're the last and, one know, in line, and then the person comes out and starts signing your stuff. So you could stand there for 45 minutes before the dude even shows oh, yeah. up. It's stupid. Right. It's just stupid. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not into that anymore, though. I like seeing them, yeah, and I would love the chance to talk yeah. to them, but I'm not going to wait in line to get them to sign something or, you know. Like, oh, yeah. I don't give a crap. I'm yeah. an old, cranky old I mean, shithead. I mean, I go up and down Artist Alley, and I talk to, I talk to, to the working artists. You know, I talk to guys that are there that are new, that are not, you know, right. not really known. Yeah, and I, I like talk to those guys. I like those that a lot. Those guys are, like, genuine. That's yeah. totally and right. you can get some time with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so it's really cool. Um, I, I got a lot of pictures of cosplay. I got, there was one thing I did that was kind of fun. I did the Star Trek transporter experience. Oh, you know, nice. You step into, that looked cool. Yeah, you step into, that like, looked really cool. And, yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was fun. And then, you know, I got a little Picard pin at the end. You know, they give you a little pin with Picard crest on it. Nice. So that was that was kinda cool. Um the whole the whole convention was I mean, it was it's it's the Great. It's really awesome. Um, it's just the amount of people that are going nowadays is just so much. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I just, I like going to the smaller shows now. And my, my daughter was like, Oh, I want to go to Comic-Con with you. I'm like, all right, next year we'll go. We'll all go <sighs> we'll, we'll rent a hotel room in the city. Cause it's like, it's just, it's a hassle with just taking, taking a train or a bus in or, and all that stuff. But yeah, next year I'm going to bring the kids. And if, 
I'm, you know, I'm going to post all my pictures on Instagram once I go start going through them. Uh, so if you guys want to, you know, you guys want to take a look at them, they'll be there. Yeah. Send a, uh, put a link on the, uh, put a link the on fan the fan group. page. Yeah, yeah definitely. Link it in there so that. we can take a look at your, uh, New York comic yeah. con experience. Yeah, it was, it, it was fun. It was, uh, what is my, my, uh, sea monkey 67 on, on, uh, Instagram. Nice. Good name. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. There were 66 well, I, other know, sea monkeys, huh? C, you know, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least you didn't get stuck with sea monkey 69, bro. <laughs> well, you know, like, uh, yeah, this is a little, a little bit. Behind the scene peak, I'm. I was born in 1967, so you know. Oh, I'm an older nerd. All right, we appreciate that. As older nerds, it's always nice to know there's nerds older yeah. than us. So yeah, no, there are there's plenty of old nerds out there. But the, but the show in general was really good. I, I enjoyed seeing a lot of the stuff that was there. There was some cool stuff there. It's you know you can't you can't even get near like the big booths anymore. Right. There's so many people just waiting in line, and that's 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 my biggest criticism of the con is just like so many people go and there's so many people waiting in line. They go going to have to make it a bigger show they're going to have to open it up to different places and, yeah and have have different different venues for it because the jet well half the javits center was under construction so that was the other problem yeah that certainly doesn't it's help like, i hope they got it at a discount no, certainly no. i mean it's, it's a huge building if you've ever been to new york city and you've seen the javits center it's a it's a beautiful building it's all glass you know it's all glass all the way around and it's it's gorgeous is that where the that's but not where the who plays basketball there Nobody. Nobody. It's, not, it's a convention. It's it's solely it's a convention center. It's not an arena. Center. Oh, okay. It's yeah, just okay. It's not the convention an arena. center. All right. Yeah. It's it's a it it is a beautiful building. It's right on the river. Um. It's you know it's it's like it's you know, not too far of a walk from like center you know from mid Manhattan. Right. Um. But it's yeah. It, it's like the only thing that happens there, like the auto show and the, and the motorcycle show, boat shows, Comic Con. Uh. Interestingly enough, the dental convention, oh. the North Northeast Dental. Okay, convention. my wife is a dental All professional, right. so she goes to that. There's a huge aquarium show there every year too that I want. Yes, like, I always want to go to. You know what? I, I saw I'm something for nerd. that. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm an aquarium nerd. Yeah, it's awesome. It's totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go there and look at yeah. all the new stuff. Frank, we got yeah. somebody else trying to call cool. in here, so all I'm right. going to cut you off, buddy. Thank you for your Thank adventures. You, yeah, can't wait to see those photos. Definitely right. drop those in the cool. THN fan book. Will do. Have a great day. You too, bud. Facebook fan page, not fan book. The fan book. The, the fan book. Fan book. All right, 414. The phone line is open. You keep, you call right back and you'll get in. I promise. Uh, we were talking New York Comic Con before Frank called in. What's going on? Give me the poop. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? New York Comic Con. Give me the poop. Oh, all right. Uh, well, sorry. You threw me off there. Uh, we got uh, Donnie Cates and Nick Klein taking over Thor. I saw that. There's a Thor redesign. He's uh, all spacey. Yeah. Al Ewing and Juan Cabal cool. taking over Guardians of the Galaxy relaunching. These are all n- new number ones, of course, because right. Marvel can't just. It's what we do. It's what we do. Yeah. Um, what else we got? What else we got? What do you think of the new Thor? Call us in. Call in. Let us know. I don't He's like got a spacesuit. I don't got, like, like how he looks. Rune. That like goes across his chest and down. The hammer is glowing. He looks really cosmic to me. Like yeah. something cosmic is going on. Oh, uh, and no beard. No beard. Pretty boy. I mean, Thor hasn't always had a beard. No. And when he shaves that beard, he is gorgeous. Sometimes. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Greetings, nerds. David Robbins calling in. Hello, David. David Rockin' Robbins. How are we today, sir? 
We are doing well. How are you gentlemen doing today? Not I'm bad. Fine first Saturday in October. Right? There's, there's, I would like to say there's like a crisp fall breeze, but it's so goddamn humid this morning that it's making 60 degrees feel like 90. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. Welcome yeah. to climate change in the Midwest, you know? <laughs> what do you want to rap about, sir? Well, um, I know that you guys are gamers. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you you're broke fans up on me. of the Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, yes, yes. Yes. Um, have you ever been a fan of Vampire the Masquerade? Oh. <laughs> okay, at the risk of offending you. Wh- absolutely fucking not. Uh, <laughs> okay. not. I mean, I hate it. Oh, I hate There's LARPing is right up there with steampunk and furries yeah, for but me. Yeah, but Vampire like, the Masquerade is not it. Vampire the Masquerade is not necessarily LARPing. Yeah. It's a it's a table. It's an RPG. It was LARPing. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like I have done both. Okay. I've done both. Like I I am a a, a LARPer in recovery. <laughs> that's good. As long okay. as you're as long as you're as long as you're getting out of the cult. That's all that matters, you know. Yes. Um what I wanted to talk about is I don't know if you have seen that they that last year they released a new edition of the tabletop game. Oh, really? Is it the same yes. company who did who who made Vampire the Masquerade? I can't remember. So, White Wolf. okay, so White the, Wolf, the, the, White, the, Wolf real, White Wolf, yeah, but real briefly, White Wolf was its own company. It got purchased about almost ten years ago by CCP, who made the Eve Online game with the uh, hopes of doing an, uh, a Vampire the Masquerade World of Darkness MMO. Oh, um, they, how'd that turn they, out? They, <laughs> yeah, they, they kept the bet on that, um, and it has been sold and. The company that owns it now is is uh, is uh, Modifius uh, out of the UK, out of okay. out of Europe. All right. Okay. So what they're doing is they're releasing core books, and then they're licensing out uh, to mainly to Onyx Path, which is the company that was doing like fourth edition stuff. And right. Right. They're doing supplement books. So they, but long story short, they released a new core book last year, and in my opinion. It's very good. Is this D twenty based or like what? What are we talking about? It, it, it's it's still all D tens. Okay. Um, but all of the things that I had problems with in the original game system for Vampire, they've kind of addressed. Okay. To be perfectly fair, the things that I had problems with were people in the park <laughs> wearing capes, doing yeah, rock you paper are, scissors. You've already offended for him. each other's you don't souls. Have to that was the shit that offended me. Okay, <laughs> hey, like I just could not no, handle it. Like sit down, I, like an adult, and roll the I, dice. I, I, okay. I understand. <laughs> I understand. The reason I got out of LARPing was the people. Yeah. Like I met some really, really, really close friends of mine through that game. Many of us don't play anymore because we grew up and they didn't. Exactly. Yeah. There was okay. this guy we called Neo the Vampire Slayer that used to come to Krypton. Yeah. And he wore like a duster and combat boots and leather pants and he had fingerless gloves and like blue blocker sunglasses. And he was a little too fat for his wife beater, you know? <laughs> and he would walk in and we'd always be like, hey man, what's going on? How are you doing? And he'd be like, ooh. <laughs> and he would buy like the white wolf crap. Oh, God. Yep. Uh, well, no. I'm, I'm glad it's still kicking. Uh, it, I, people really like that game. They made a they made a collectible card game out of it. I remember. Uh, There's a new game coming out uh, next year. Uh, the old game is still going. It's uh, they're they're making new stuff through 
Uh, uh, there's a company called Black Chantry that's doing it through print-on-demand at uh, drive-thru. I didn't know there was still uh, which following. Cool. I had no idea. Yeah, it's it's still going. Like it, it, There's a yearly event in New Orleans for all of their fan groups that uh, just kind of, you know, there's all of the different games. I know it's, you know, it, it, it would offend you because it's got the, the, you know, a couple of different LARPs going on, but <laughs> the uh, LARPing, table topping, <laughs> card games, there's all sorts of stuff going on. Okay, it's, I'll tell you what. It, it's an, If you yeah. can put this together and get together a Roll20 okay. group, I will play. If we can do it online, get, get put together a Roll20.com group, I will play and I will try it out. I, I will look into it. I'll I'm, I'm actually I'll currently storytelling a game. I, I'm storytelling a game for some friends. Uh, I've, I've had three sessions so far. They seem to really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy the system, just like the, the setting of it, the world building of that game. Sure. Like, no, like all I of the lore like, that's gone into it. Ravenloft uh, was like my it, jam, you know, like in D&D. Absolutely. &D. It's one of my favorite genres in D&D. &D. I love great. Ravenloft. great, yeah. Frankensteins you know, and Draculas running around. <laughs> But what I, what I wanted to mention, because of that new, new the new edition, I know you guys are, are familiar with Critical Role. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, there is, yeah, there is a group uh, that is running a game on Geek and Sundry on Twitch. They've gone three seasons already oh, that yeah. you can see on YouTube now for the new Vampire the Masquerade edition. Oh, okay. That's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of something else Critical Role does on Twitch. So No, no, no. Like, it's, it's, it's the style of Critical Role. People sitting at tables with their character sheets, storyteller in another window on the side, okay. and, and, and telling the story in the system. Okay, link me to okay. that. Drop a link either on the fanbook page or, or in the uh, chat, one of the two, so I can see this. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's great. They just, in the, one of the epilogues in season three, they just announced that Juliet Landau comes in and plays an NPC. Oh, <laughs> fun. All right. Do you know who that is? So, like, no. Drusilla. Oh, no. Oh, no, yes. Okay, Buffy. yeah. Okay. For a second. Yeah. I, yeah. So they're doing a lot of cool stuff over there Buffy. with the game system. The license is still up and kicking, and... I think it's just and they've, they've made elegant changes to the biggest problems that I had with the system, and I'm really enjoying the new mechanic. I am more than willing to try it out. I never played the role, the role-playing game version. I've, as far as I knew, okay. it was only LARPing, and I didn't want to have anything to do with those goddamn weirdos. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're a snob. Well, I'll, link, uh, I'll we, link to episode one. Okay. Uh, take a look at it, because the, the, the version that's on YouTube is this really kind of neat hybrid of table topping and LARP, just like Critical Role is. Uh, um, well, no, it's, is anybody it's wearing them. goggles? Tell me the truth. Is anyone wearing goggles? No, no I but swear the, the, to character God. <laughs> the character who's playing Nosferatu is in a, is, is in a dirty hoodie. He's got like some makeup on to make him look like an Nosferatu. They're, they're going the extra mile other than sitting around a table in jeans and a t-shirt. All right. Okay. To make it, to make but, it into a show. That's the, what the Critical Role is. I get it. They're, just, they're telling stories. Just, they're not just know, playing a game. I know. I'm just I'm sweating a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you need to calm down, Matt. Uh, I mean, that's cool, man. It, it's it's rare that a company completely overhauls a game system and people yeah. are happy about it. No, it's true. Every time. Like yeah. Wizards of yeah. the Coast, when, when Wizards went to uh, 5.0. I was like, yeah. I don't like this at all. I liked 4.0. I like fourth edition because yeah. it was it was Fifth an entry point for me. Fifth is way better. No, yeah, it is. I like here's your powers. I, I liked having it all in front of me. I like knowing how many times a day I could do this. You, I like, can, you still have all that? No, it yeah. was like now it's like you still got all trips that. and spells. Totally disagree. Fourth edition D and D. Yeah, fourth edition was. Not I, great. I, 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 
I like five, but yeah. I'm a second at D and D guy. Well, five I is like closer, to, and five is way closer to second. That's why they went Absolutely. back to what worked so great about second because three and four got so complex that turns like you'd have four guys in a group and a turn would take an hour and a half. That's ridiculous. What, That's just stupid. The biggest problem with four is it made people want to stop playing wizards yes. because everybody was a wizard. Yeah, it was dumb. But I was a wizard. All right, we got somebody else calling in here. Trying, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were a friggin' wizard. There you go. I'm just trying to be a bard, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know all about you. All right, Frank, we got to let you go. Somebody else try to get in here. I will I will link to episode one of the uh, the YouTube show and uh, put it up there. It's L.A. by night uh, for Vampire the cool. Masquerade. And I'm edition. serious. If you get it together, I will take you up on your offer and I will eat my words. I'm not wearing makeup or I, goggles. And if anybody is, no, I'm, I'm out of there. I don't, I'm I don't instantly have, out. I don't expect people to do that. Okay. I am. I'm a, you know, sit around, hang around, have some food, have some drinks. All and right. That's the anybody game shows up with time. lacy gloves or a cape. I swear to God, I'm just <laughs> pulling are, the ripcord. You are such a snob. I will smash my head on the top of the jet like goose and die i don't care <laughs> all right. uh, i'll look into it i'll look into it i'll post a link to the video and i'll look into roll 20 and stuff all right we'll talk to you later thank you david <laughs> okay somebody's trying to get in here uh that was fun role play talk though that was, was it you yeah. belittled him the entire time no i belittled the people that play that live action role play here's a great question from uh, from justin fletcher how are people dressed up in the park having the time of their life minding their own business offensive to anyone because they're dorks Okay. So what? You're a dork too. <laughs> no, I'm a nerd. It's different. All right. <laughs> Thank you for calling DHN cover to cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Brian, uh, real quick, uh, let me finish Justin's thought. This is a this is your real question. Uh, I hate larpers, but I have many tropical fish and love fake wrestling. It's not fake wrestling. Wrestling is wrestling. Okay, it's we all know this. Fake. It's not fake wrestling. It's not like, oh, how come you don't watch Roman Greco wrestling? Nobody watches that. Brian, how are you? <laughs> Good. I, I just got back from getting some new lacy gloves and capes. Brian, morning, so. don't start with me. Okay, I am on edge. I had way too much caffeine. Matt, I am. I have the same allergy that you have. Okay. It's like, ooh, guys, what are we? I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, it's it's. I, that's not my thing at all. Um, See, I'm, okay, I have an allergy to steampunk, but <laughs> I am an adult, and that's why I don't like LARPing. <laughs> right? It's like, well, grew up! Well, that, yeah, that's that's true. I have an allergy to, like, fantasy elements in genres that I would normally enjoy. Um, like, I think there have been, like, two or three crime, like, police mystery, like, thriller comics recently where it's, like, the twist is like someone's a vampire. And I'm like, nope, I don't want to read that. See, like, I just want I don't like, mind something that straight up. When it's like in the Marvel universe I, or something. I, I'm like, fine with it if I know that that's part of the story from right. the jump. If I know that there are supernatural elements. Like Morbius is going to show up. But if I think I'm reading a straightforward crime. Like, it, it would be yeah. like if, if Ed Brubaker put a werewolf in Criminal. I'd be like, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I would not. I don't need that. <laughs> well, that was that was a little bit of it at the um, that other that. That, that not criminal, but the last book they did together. Uh, um, yes. Where had, like, um, that had, one like, had the, monsters. Like I, I got up what to like the demon thing and I was like, I don't care about that. Like, I don't want to read that. That one kind of lost I, me. Too. Oh, it was the one. It was like the murders in the, in the like a golden age Hollywood thing. Wasn't it? Black Dolly? No, it was like, it? is it no, called like killer different. be killed or something? Well, I don't remember. Oh, that's right. Killer be like killed. Got, yeah. And it's just, it was like, I, like, I didn't know anything about it except like, it's the two of them. So yeah. I didn't know the solicits and I'm reading it and I get to like the page with like a demon and I'm like, nope, I don't want it. I, I want straight up like something else. Fair but, enough. And, and 
yeah, so I know so, I, that's that's my allergy. Brian, I know you probably called in. You want to talk about something, but I want to derail that and make you talk about something else. You posted a gigantic DC conspiracy theory about yes. that, like what is happening with the DC Watchmen universe, and I need you to just lay it out. I need you to lay it out because it is too oh, big for my well, brain. And there's no I, way it's I'm actually happening. Be, we agree with that. We agree that I, this is we're giving DC way too much credit, right? So, well, this is the thing is that so some, it always starts with some, you know, basement, you know, shut in Redditor. Right. Who, um, the same guy who hacked the DNC, right? The 400 pound I mean, dude in I New Jersey. <laughs> like saying that like, oh, that takes a lot of effort to put that together. I can't remember what happened in the comics. I like last month. Right. Never yeah. mind. Like keeping track of this stuff for the last three years. Yeah, like he must have it. nothing else going on or he's like really five different people. Um, but it's, and I was reading it, but I didn't read it really closely because I'm kind of, I'm behind on some things. Like I'm, I'm behind on Doomsday Clock because I figured I'm just going to read it when it's done. I don't, because four years from now when it finishes, you mean the gaps. four or five years from now? Uh, yeah. I mean, December, December. is Uh huh. Yeah. We'll last issue is in December. <laughs> so, but, but basically it's that this stuff started with, um, the dark side war. I think that's what it was called, which was the, with Jeff Johns. It was like the final justice league arc of the new 52. Yes. Right. And it starts with that. And then it goes, I mean, there's all there's in, in that they have the, I think it's in that issue, like Pandora gets killed and, um, Metron and Owlman get killed. And it's all like, it all looks like it's by Dr. Manhattan. And then right. it leads how all this stuff is connected. And it's, it's, the article just basically pulls all the stuff from the Reddit post and which is good. Cause I mean, the only thing worse than bleeding cool is Reddit. So um, I'm not going to go there. And look <laughs> I would that, argue but, that Reddit um, is probably higher in quality than bleeding cool. <laughs> no, that is I, saying I, something. <laughs> that is that, really no, saying Reddit, something. <laughs> Reddit, Reddit is so big and so poisonous that no, but, uh, but I'm happy to see other people's conspiracies, but it's this really deep thing where he mentions specific moments and issues where yeah. it's like, uh, Tom King hasn't talked about Gotham girl and Gotham, like where they got their powers, like how does this work and the stuff with the button. And it really, it's like this really optimistic thing that everything is important. Right. And, and it's almost like Tom King's run has been so slow and plotting because everything else has been pushed out a year and a half. Okay. Now let me give a counterpoint to that because as I read it, I was like, I see you working and I see where you're going here with some of this stuff. But we also talked about how, uh, <clears throat> Jeff Johns has almost fallen off the planet, DC. We have, like, other than what he's doing in Doomsday Clock. And Shazam. And Shazam, I guess. He's nowhere. And he's doing nothing. And it made me think, not necessarily made me think, but what do you think is more obvious? There's a giant conspiracy going on where they're going to weave <coughs> this all together and be like, oh my god, that is brilliant. Or they went, hey Jeff, this isn't quite selling the way we thought it was. And we've sort of shifted gears and people are more excited about what Tom King is doing and whatnot. <laughs> so maybe we'll just sort of dial that back and let it do its thing. And Jeff Johns got pissed and was like, fine, I'm just going to finish this and do this. And then when my contract's up, maybe I do something else. You and your conspiracy theories, they're never right. I just think they're mine, never is, right. mine is more well, rooted in reality than what this guy wrote. It's cool. You didn't read what he wrote. He may, he makes I, some excellent points and they're good. <laughs> like yeah, I, I read the thing and it is, I don't know that I would call it even a, it's, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. It's a, it is a theory based on, you know, what's been printed. Right. Like sure. there's not a lot of speculating. It's like, this leads to this and this seems to refer to this. And like, it, it's connecting dots, 
that maybe those, you know, it's the big Charlie Day, you know, uh, string board on the wall. Like sure. maybe it's nothing. <laughs> sure. But it, and, the, and the only reason I, I shared it is because I was like, kind of, you know, I'd read a little bit of the, the beginning of the, the paragraph and then like, I didn't want to get too specific on things. Cause again, I didn't, I haven't read everything as closely. So I was kind of skimming to see like, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. And then it's more, this would be a, like, it would be great if this is all connected. I know it's not going to be exactly yeah. what he wrote, right? but um, I don't know. I mean, the, the stuff that the Jeff Johns disappearance from DC comics is unusual it's and really so i i mean the dude has been how big in dc for 20 years now right yeah i mean he's he's wow he was like the last 20 years of my life you know if if you think about like the 90s like a lot of it was mark wade drove a lot of it with kingdom come and with like um you know a lot of the events like the even like underworld unleashed and all that stuff and he flash like he was a big voice for a long time. And then Morrison was kind of in there. And then John's with, from JSA on, he's kind of like steered the ship in a lot of, in a lot of ways, but, but it's not even like he's, Oh, he has a movie out three times a year. Like, I don't know what he's doing. No, that's just it. Other than these two kind of not anywhere. So that is, that's, more like the professionally, like, is he like an accountant somewhere now? Like, (laughs) he doesn't write anymore. It's like Like, Brian Michael Bendis is bringing us the Legion of superheroes. I mean, like, when we heard that, like, the JSA was coming back and the Legion was coming back, we were all like, well, that's going to be Jeff Johns, right? I mean, that is his wheelhouse. Like, you throw that ball, yeah. Jeff Johns is going to knock it out of the park. I think I think we'll know a lot more about what's going on when Doomsday Clock finishes. I, I, I think, and yes, it's 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 super late. Uh, three This three Jokers thing, which was announced, like, two years ago, Jason Fabok took the blame for that, and he's like, it's taking me, like, yeah, three times as long to draw because it's so detailed and it's on that stupid black label and oversized he was, format. And he was having like a weird breakdown about it for a little bit there too. I felt no, bad. He wasn't for Jason no. Feebach? No. Yeah, in the sense where he was like, remember when he was on Twitter and he was like, I just don't even know if I can do this anymore. And other professionals were like, Shut up, dude! You are crazy talented. You know, and no, like, I, I think I he felt super challenged by all this stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I think uh, this. So this this um, dot connecting thing that this guy did. Uh, he he pointed out that there are several huge books all coming out on the same day. It's like yeah. December 18th. This is on the fan page, right? You can see if you want to go read it. It was, yeah, yeah. Brian posted okay. the link. Go to the uh, fan page, you can see this whole thing. And ba- it is impressive. Batman 85, which is the finale of uh, Tom King's run on the main Batman series. Right. Uh, Doomsday Clock 12. Flash forward number four of all things, which <laughs> is supposed to have like a huge a huge reveal of some kind. Wally West gets pregnant. Wally was Wally's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do now. Um, now he's a mass murderer. What do you do next? You should read that art. <laughs> you should read that article. Cause it's really interesting what this guy put together and maybe, you know, Brian and I talked about it. Maybe it doesn't all come true, but what if it does? Yeah. What if DC's been like doing this slow, this long game this I, whole time? I think we're giving them way too much credit. I kind of do too, but I hope, I hope so too. I hope, I hope so too. <laughs> We derailed you, Brian. What did you actually want to talk about today? Well, it's actually sort of um, related to um, the flash forward thing. Um, my the question of the week okay. um, that I was yes um, is the you know I, and I I'm, I'm hoping other people called in because I want to hear their um, their desperate loyalties. But I have this like it's just it's been in me for so long, and I feel like my friends didn't really care about it when you know 20 years ago, longer than that, 30 years ago. Uh, but like. Almost anything like Wildstorm related, like yeah. I'm in. 
Yeah. And but like flash forward, like with Brett Booth. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Like, there's, I, there's definitely a part of me that like, like, yeah, I see those guys' names I, I, and I'm just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it, it's, I'm not like it, but it's weird. Like I'm not ride or die, but I'm pretty close. Like there's a lot, there's things that he'll do where I'm like, I don't really care about that. Like I thought bloodshot looked cool, but I don't have, I have, I have no idea who bloodshot is when sure. I realized that he and like Rye look exactly the same. I was like, this is too much for me. I don't know who these people are. I don't well, know what's going on, but okay. Valiant. Has um, sort I of mean, connected things. We don't need to hit Like, so. he understands yeah. how continuity works. You right. don't need to explain it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, there's no, there yeah. was a point where they were total ripoffs of each other. No, and there's a reason why they I look just, the yeah. same. There's yes. an obvious reason it's in the books, but yes, you yeah. have to read all the books to know. Yeah, they're dating. I, I, I find their stuff, like, even with the reboot, like, impenetrable. I just have no idea what's going on. But art wise, like, I thought it looked good. Um, I thought it looked great. But, like, like when um, they announced, a, you know, two, I don't know, two years ago that there was going to be that death blow book or the, the Michael Cray book and that Brian Edward Hill was going to write it. I immediately like was like, yep, got to know everything about him. So I went and I read Postal and like I thought Postal was was great. Postal was um, great. Tom, was that Brian? It's good. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a weird, interesting book. Um, and then like Tom Taylor did, it, I think, an arc or two of like the end of the authority, like after the the you know, apocalypse thing happened. Yeah. And it was like, fine, but like Tom Taylor wrote it. So I'm like, what's Tom Taylor doing? I just have this, like this wild storm thing. And I know that it's weird. It means nothing to the people who did it. But to me, it's like, <laughs> I have this like unreasonable loyalty to them. No, I, um, sure. yeah. And I, I get excited whenever I see these guys' names, anybody that came out of that school of wild storm, whenever I see them working, I'm just like, Oh, I got to see what, ooh, what, what are they doing? What are they doing over here? I don't even like that. Comic. What's Brandon Troy up to? Yeah, totally. You know, like, <laughs> Danny well, like, like Ryan Benjamin, I'm like Ryan Benjamin. I love Ryan sale. Benjamin. You got me. I love Ryan. You know Benjamin. what I mean? Like, that guy's gone though. Yeah, he like I fell off the face of the earth. I know. I saw his name on like, something not he, too long he, ago. He does. He, he did a, a Teen Titans annual like last year, and he, oh, okay. he's got he does like one or two comics a year, and then he does other stuff. Travis like, Cherist. I just that's I, the it, dude. Travis Cherist. Man, I miss that guy. Yeah. Oh, he was so good. He did some covers recently. He was yeah. so good. Yeah, like he did some DC stuff. He, couple years ago i think he i want to say uh the x-men red covers and it was like oh he right. used to be oh, that's right i don't know what happened yeah beautiful um uh he became yeah, like he, was, he became like the publisher of humanoids yeah so that he's got like a real job yeah um he's living in france i think and he was always like super slow yeah. so but, i mean you can his style though is just incredible all right brian we gotta let some other people play along man Thank you. Oh, FYI, uh, the the brubaker phillips crime book that had monsters in it was i believe fatal it was fatal. It ran for a couple yeah, of years. It was fatal. Yeah. That is correct. But I never read it. I liked it. It was fun. Anyway. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> I was doing a lot of research you, while you guys were John. Good call. I got to open these phone lines up. We will talk to you soon, brother. Okay. I, I think he had maybe already hung up at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I he was gone. That or he just gave up. <laughs> All right. The phone line uh, is open. I believe poor Jeffrey Ketchum is trying to get in here. I would be surprised if he wasn't. I think. I'm not. I'm not positive. Uh. So DC is uh, DC revealed sort of uh, remember some time ago we we talked about uh, how DC was putting together an official timeline of their entire character history vaguely. Well, they did it. They did. And they showed it at New York Comic Con. What? But it was like blurry and parts of it were redacted. Good God. You dorks. Well, but some of it's starting to come out now. <laughs> oh, and it's man. very interesting. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller. Who dis? As if we don't know. 
<laughs> JD got a catch. There it is. Your fidelity is amazing today, JD. You sound incredible. Yeah, well, I'm not on Bluetooth or headset or in my car, so. Okay, let's always do it this way. Always. All right. No, All right. you do it however is convenient no, for you. I demand. It's my show. <laughs> this is where I have power. <laughs> what do you want to rap about today, JD? Uh, Vampires. <laughs> cool. Vampires. Let's talk about vampires. Uh, look, I like vampires. I do. I like vampires. There's just a school of Some vampires. Some of my best friends are vampires. There's two. I've slept with too many vampires to be a racist. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, there's part. I love old school vampires. I love like scary vampires, like the, the Thirty Days of Night vampires with you know mouths full of teeth and shit. I never gave a crap about like the vampire Lestat vampires. And, you know, like, I just never cared mm-hmm. about that and i don't give a shit about the twilight vampires when you start oh yeah messing with the rules that's where i get upset there are rules vampires Mm -hmm. have rules werewolves have rules you know like if it's something else if it's like tigra not a werewolf she's a whole different thing i get it you know but don't fuck with these old stuff established cool stuff you know human beings just came up with those rules right i doesn't matter it's no different have a I, I, I didn't have an answer to the week when I called or when I, when I logged in and was watching. And then I saw, I, I think it was Frank who was talking about vampire the masquerade. Uh, and David, Robbins. David, David Robbins. Robbins. Yep. Or David Robbins. Yeah. And I, I caught the tail end of that call and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. World of darkness is kind of my guilty pleasure. I, I can't quit it. Even despite all the nasty stuff that's happened in my life around it. World of but, darkness. <laughs> Yeah. Is that part of Vampire yeah. Masquerade? Yes. Okay. Well, Vampire the Masquerade is part of World of Darkness. Oh, gotcha. So gotcha, World gotcha. Darkness is like the overriding universe. Yeah, it's the overriding universe. In fact, uh, my game wasn't Vampire. Uh, mine was Mage the Ascension. That was the one that uh, I played the most, and that was not LARP. That was a straight-up tabletop. Okay. And it was a lot of fun, and it had probably the best magic system of anything I've ever dealt with in any any universe fictional reading watching on television playing anything it's just hmm. you know it's the, the the magic system just was really good because it was imagination driven right uh because it's set in a you know mo- contemporary world it's an urban fantasy world the whole thing about it was is to, in order to avoid certain detriments to your character you had to make your magic coincidental so that the sleepers didn't know you were casting magic. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so like if you just ran around bullshitting, if you ran around a lot floating of and shooting lightning out of your hands, people would be like, "That guy's under arrest." Basically, yeah. <laughs> Got oh, it. yeah, yeah. You would actually. There were actually things called paradox spirits that would come down, and it was so. And they would take the form of whatever your storyteller wanted. And one of my one of my game masters or storytellers, he used to like to make one of his paradox spirits the Monty Python foot. <laughs> And like just like every time it came down, like there's a piano chord slam. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you did, if you did like some big, gross, vulgar, massive power spell in front of a bunch of people, he's like, yeah, you're you're done. Squish. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That is funny. That's pretty fun. All right, what did you want to wrap up before that? Before we got into all that. um, uh, Okay, so uh, I kind of sidestepped at last call so i wanted to dig in with hawks and pox okay okay yes let's do it Whew. so the last the last episode or last issue i read was uh 
what is it? Powers of X six. Yeah. Uh, House of X. House, House of X, X came, came out this week. Or House of X six. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the one with the council. The Quiet and, Council. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Number one. Okay. If if nothing else, one of my favorite things that has come out of the Hickman Hoxpox thing is sassy sinister. I, I love uh, Mr. Sinister. Hickman, Hickman oh has, my God. Hickman has always written him that way, and it's the best. It's true. Yeah. Yes. But I, I just love it when like, people yeah. show up and he's like, that cape. Oh, I love that cape. Yeah. He's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like the Marvel Universe Dr. Frankenfurter. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, he needs to be played by Tim Curry because yes. that's the voice I hear in my yeah. head. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Or, or Tim Gunn. Either one. <laughs> yeah. I'd be fine with him as Tim Gunn. <laughs> Has anyone like, oh, ever I like it. Oh, room? that's stylish. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone what, Jeff? Has anyone ever seen Tim Gunn and Tim Curry in the same room? No. Uh, probably <laughs> No, not. but there would be this rainbow explosion, and they would both, like, ascend <laughs> it's like, to, to gay Valhalla. It's like you, know? you can't let antimatter and regular matter right, touch. Right, it would be like yeah, the end exactly. of the dark. It would be like the end of the Dark Crystal. Or crossing the streams, you know, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, uh, uh, so, yeah, as far as that's concerned, and then... Ah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of all you can say about it at that point is like, ah, God, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's I think it's what we thought it was. I, I think don't, it's moving for like these are not the X Men. I think we're not going to know. We're not going to have any answers when this is over. I we're not going to have all the answers. No, we're not. Uh, but I do. I well, still the, think it's going to be X Men versus X the Red King. They've been hiding that one from us. I think it's forever. Kitty, you think Kitty is the Red King? Yeah, I do. Why? Um, well, huh? okay. So first of all, uh, the story came out on the beat where, uh, Marvel sends out review copies, right. To, right. to, uh, websites. Yeah. Uh, they're just PDFs. Right. And the issue that the previous issue that listed, uh, the small council and most of them were redacted. Okay. You could, mm-hmm. you could highlight and copy and paste those names. Uh, and and reveal oh, the whole list because it was redacted, like they blurred it. But if you highlighted it, there it was. Well, you yeah. had to, you had to like co- copy and paste it, but right. yeah. Um, and the the reason why she figured it out is because in the redacted list, you could barely make out the word mystique on her entry, and you're like, oh, so there's actual letters underneath these black bars. Why would they do that? Right. It had to have been on purpose because why wouldn't you just put a black bar there and no text? Um, Some friggin' intern. (laughs) But yeah, so the whole list was revealed and Kitty was the in that issue. It said Red Queen, Kitty Pride. Uh, It it changed to this issue to say Red King, but I think it's still Kitty. Um, Hmm. They've been teasing it on the covers to Marauders. And when that list came out. Uh, Jerry Duggan, I think, is the writer of Marauders. He's like, we've been telling yeah. you in the solicits for two months now, guys. And it's it's Sebastian Shaw and Emma. And there's this like statue of Kitty and it's red. What? The it's like, I think it's hmm. Kitty. I think it's Kitty. Weird. Yeah. OK, interesting. Could be. I, I but, don't know. Uh, I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the clone thing kind of almost took me out of it. And so now I'm just kind of trying to find little nuggets of things I enjoy in the story and going along for the ride. Like why in the hell hasn't anyone else thought to combine the powers of Siren and Dazzler? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I saw that. Yeah. 
That's pretty uh, rad. I've and I'm like, that's just fucking brilliant. <laughs> you just be like, that's, a, that's, a, that's an excellent Fire nuke, lasers. what that is. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's such an it's such an elementary idea that I feel like it must have happened and we just don't remember mm. or we didn't read it. Nah, I feel I'm, like we would. I'm, I'm I would I would I would lay down a nerd bet that it hasn't. I don't. But think it's, it has. I mean, like we would. How do I don't know how we would ever even. I mean, it. I'm sure there was like a moment but where a Siren turned and screamed to Dazzler and she fired a huge if, laser. If only there were two podcasts that, yeah. that that specialized in the X Men that we could ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. True enough. <laughs> Not here. You're in the uh, wrong place, yeah. buddy. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm still loving every minute of it. I am too. I, I, like, even though I know I don't understand it, I don't know what's going on. We're building things to, are going to be revealed. Bigger in mystery. A, a very slow burn. And okay, here's but, the other thing about it: we have been so trained to read comics monthly, you know, month by month, and react instantly to a way a character is acting or what just happened. And Ed Brubaker is breaking that. Jonathan Hickman. Pardon me. Jonathan Hickman is breaking that down and just saying. Just hold on, sit down and hold on tight. This is going to be wild. It's going to take some time to unfold and nothing is what you think it is. Literally nothing. So go ahead and get mad, get mad, get upset, freak out. (laughs) You're coming back next month because you have to see. Yeah. Where is this going? Why is that happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why did that guy say that? Is that person (laughs) even that person? You know, (laughs) so like um, they, uh. The, the 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 more revealed the more complete list that was in this issue like people's first thought was like uh when the redacted one came out we were like oh cyclops is not on this list cyclops is not a member yeah. of the council but he's one of the commander or whatever he's, he's one the, of the field leaders he's the, the yeah he's yeah, the, the field commanders yeah i still think it's gonna and end he's up, like the commander of commanders i think he's it's like gonna end up x-men versus guy. x-men yeah. it's gonna be x-men versus x-pod people we'll see man yeah I'm calling my shot i'm telling you and Moira I, is in. No, Charles she's not. Head. No, she's not. Totally I is. really can't help but totally like, I don't know. I'm also trained to because it's the X Men and because we've been burned so many times. I'm also trained to like every time we think it's going to be this or that. I keep all I can do is just think of all the ways it can go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> all the ways it can go bad. X Men versus X Men or X Men versus Pod people. So what? It's just another utopian world that went bad. No, yeah. not like necessarily. We had with, it's gonna well, be, like we had with House of M, like we had with Age of X-Men. But like I think this is more, Utopia. this is going to be more like, look, you are doing the right thing, but you're doing it the wrong way. And we have to play spoiler because you cannot control the world like this. It is not okay to clone people over and over again and make them do your bidding based on what you want their head to do because you have a Xerox True. copy of their brain and you've edited out the stuff you don't like, you know, I mean, oh, right. oh this is not utopian at all. There's nothing utopian. No, yeah, this is a it's, cult. It's, yeah. This is a creepy dystopian cult of dystopian, X-Men. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, I can't I wait. I, I love it. I cannot wait it. to I see it. how it. it all explodes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, and I love, and I love pantsuit, Emma. I do too. Yeah, man. I do. She's too. great. <laughs> and the two cuckoos that are following her around. Oh, they're so great. I love them. But uh, so real quick before I go, I just wanted to propose a question of the week. Okay, please. And maybe you guys just want to answer it. Cause I don't know if anyone, I don't know if it's enough for a whole episode, but what's your favorite comic themed cocktail? Uh, I made a bunch of them back in the day when we were doing our, uh, what were we doing? Where were we posting that? I don't know. I was making cocktails and naming them and stuff. 
Was it on Tumblr? Oh, really? Yeah. We would post the recipe on Tumblr. That was back when Tumblr still had oh. porn, and now that they don't, I've lost interest. So, <laughs> um, I think that was, I think that was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was probably on Tumblr. Yeah, I think it was, but that. we would do, yeah, and we would, I would make a cocktail, and we had the THM hmm. cocktail of the week. We should go back to that. That was fun. It was fun. Yeah, but we you were, should. We recorded it in the mornings. I'm to add if so, you don't already okay. have it. Here's the thing. We uh, are now putting our ludicrous speed round uh, or on, on YouTube. I on YouTube. That. So, and we're going to do that more yeah. timely. I'm going to try and get it like maybe even before the show comes out. So here's a little teaser of what our reviews and what's going on. And we can make it more timely. And we so, always have a cocktail then. So maybe we will return yeah. to the THN cocktail of the week and we'll name them after nerds. Well, it was so fun. I'm I'll give you a cocktail to start with the Bruce Wayne. Okay. Tell me about the Bruce Wayne, which is the Bruce Wayne is two ounces of bourbon. Okay. Four and a half ounces of cold brew coffee. Oh, boy. And a half ounce of maple syrup. Son of a bitch. Whoa. I am on board. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. Put it, uh, put it in, in a shaker with ice. Shake the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the, the maple syrup mixes with the coffee in such a way that when you pour it out, it gets a, like, a, like a cream head on it, like a, almost like a Guinness. That sounds interesting. Yummy, tasty. Yeah. Maybe that'll be this week's cocktail of the week, the Bruce Wayne. I, I will it. tell you, this is not a cocktail, but um, at the coffee shop at Legend Comics and Coffee, whenever there was a special event, we would do special drinks named after characters mm-hmm. from that event. And right. for Hellboy Day yeah. one year, uh, somebody, I don't know who came up with it, but it we called it the Lobster Johnson, and it tasted like a root beer float. Oh. Uh, it was... Oh, um, nice. It tastes like a melted root beer float, like, you know, when the ice cream gets oh, all cool. up in there. Right, right. Uh, so yeah. it was uh, it was root beer, uh, Irish cream. Oh, syrup, like coffee syrup. Mm. And oh, OK, yeah. And regular cream. And it was creamy and silky. And oh, delicious. here's the thing. Cocktails have booze in them. Little I kid. just said okay, it wasn't so. a cocktail. I'm <laughs> saying that that's my favorite <laughs> that comic book themed drink. But, but I mean, that, that sounds yummy. Like something actual, that like my daughter would was Bailey. <laughs> Yeah, you could put Bailey's in it. It yeah, would be delicious. Sure. You put Bailey's in it. You could put yeah. whiskey in it too if you're an adult. Come on, Matt. Yeah, I said at the jump it wasn't a cocktail. <laughs> There's whiskey in Bailey's. That's part it's of the ingredient. Coffee yeah. shop. All right, all right, all right. We got to get to the end of the show and give our answers. Uh, always nice. To all right, you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, have a great one. Talk to you later. All right. I like it. Let's bring back the cocktail of the week, and yeah, we'll do I it don't for know our. Why you speed even round. stopped? Yeah, I love it. Oh, because we switched. We could stop writing the stupid intros and just introduce it with the cocktail of the week and then go chin chin, ludicrous speed, go. Okay, phone lines are off. Let's get to our ride or die. Patrick in the uh, chat here says his ride or die, Moon Knight. And that is a very good one. Yeah. I do love Moon Knight, and I will read any Moon Knight comic that comes out. I always will. He says there have been many hits and misses, but lately more misses. I want them to go back to the version from volume one. Yeah, the classic. Yeah. Bill Sienkiewicz. Or let's stick to the Warren Ellis one. I mean, like that was so cool. And I love that idea so much. And they sort of tried to stay with it, but incorporate the old stuff. And then it just kind of wandered off. And I don't know. Just nobody could do it as good. Nobody, Nobody could do it as well as he was doing it. Nobody does it better. Nobody knows. What's your answer? Uh, my answer is the New Warriors. I will God. I will support a New Warriors comic Fart. every time they bring it back. And Fart it's been it's been <laughs> bad for so long. Yeah. It has been really bad for so long. And really, when people talk about how much they love the New Warriors, it's really just the first two years of the New Warriors that are like amazing. Fabian Nicieza and Mark Bagley. And the rest of the series is good, right. but not as good as those first two, uh, first 25 issues. 
Um, and every time they bring it back, it's just a little less. It's a little less. Yeah. And then Scotty Young had to come in and do his dumb thing yeah. and make it a comedy. And then they got blamed for Civil War and like, eh, nah, nah. no, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but I love the concept of the new war. Sometimes they bring it back and it's completely removed from the new warriors altogether. It's just in name only. I hate it when they do that. Yeah, that shit sucks. They did that. There was that one series, uh, Kevin Grievu, Grievu, Grievu. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, Grievel. Grievel. Uh, creator of Underworld, by the way, the movie series. Oh, that's right. Uh, what a piece of crap movie series that is. I love the first one. I've seen every one of them. I've only I've seen the first few. <laughs> I've the, watched all of them. The first one is good. They're so bad. Um, I can't help it. But he did a New Warriors run where it was just like depowered mutants with super villain gear being superheroes. Like, yeah. This is not the New Warriors at all. Yeah. I think maybe there was a Night Thrasher there, but still. Yeah. Anyway, New Warriors. Um, mine is probably similar, but it's from a mutant vein and mine is X factor. Anytime you do an X factor book, I'm going to be in. Yeah. I, I, I remember as a kid when X factor first hit, it blew my head off. I was so thrilled. The old X-Men were back together and then we got it. It got so weird after a while where they were just like, who do you want to see on the team? And people just yelled out names like, yeah, sounds good. Havoc's running shit and Sabretooth is there. Wild child's hanging out. <laughs> it just went nuts. And I loved it. It was that place where you could take any weird X character you wanted and put them on the team for a little bit and let them do like sort of governmental stuff. Yeah. You know, and it just kept wandering off. I even liked that last Peter David X Factor that they did. What was well, that? Peter David's X Factor is excellent. Yo, that's yeah. what they were detectives. Incredible. Yeah, they were the X Factor detective. Incredible. Agency. It was so much fun. It was that was Madrox and yes, uh, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. it was. But there was they did another one after that too that wasn't so great. They did all new X Factor. It was still yeah. Peter David, I think. It was Peter David. Um, I'd never actually finished it, so I don't know if it was good or not. It wasn't great. It kind of wandered off, but then it wasn't great. They almost tried to do like a Thunderbolts type thing where they didn't know they were doing bad stuff. They were working for a corporation. Yeah. And the corporation was they obviously were doing shady. bad stuff, but they didn't yeah. know they were doing bad stuff. Right, and then yeah. people thought they were villains and they were like, wait a minute. It, it was a whole thing. But whole anytime thing. you do X Factor, I am on board. Anytime. Star Jammers, too. What's that weird sound? Is that your aquarium? Could be. Right. Let's bring attention to it on the show. Hey, everybody. Nobody. <laughs> Listen to that weird sound. Are you farting? Is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been really cool. Thanks for tuning in to Fartcast. It's always fun to have you guys here to talk about farts, how funny they are, and stuff like that. But before we go, Joe Patrick, set us up. New question of the week. And don't forget. Uh, check out more video on YouTube. We're going to be putting the ludicrous speed rounds there. And we will have the THN cocktail of the week. We will include our recipe in the show notes. It'll be fun. All right. This week's question was submitted by a new guy via the THN forums. What would America be without a great cheap imitation cash grab designed to fool large swaths of the population? Dr. Pepper got us Dr. Thunder. The Blair Witch Project gave us all kinds of shaky cam found footage horror movies. Yeah, Transmorphers. And my governor is just a dollar store Lex Luthor. Hey, man. It's true. Our governor. Yeah, okay. He's our governor. <laughs> he is our governor. Of course, comics have always been fertile ground for this bad imitation shiz. So what character, storyline, or construct, I don't know what that means exactly, uh, do you think was the worst ripoff in comics? Worst ripoff. So 
normally I like to spin it positive and say, what's your favorite? But no, specifically bad. The worst ripoff. Bad characters that are obviously like Superman clones or right. whatever. Like yeah. when Rob Liefeld did Fighting American. Fighting American was an existing thing. It but was, yes. but he drew him exactly like Captain America and Marvel went. No, there was even like a Bucky. There was even like a Bucky. Yes, character, and he yeah. had like wings and shit on his head. Like, no, he didn't have wings. He, totally, he did have a shield. He had, the, but he didn't have the full head. His hair was sticking out, but he did have little wings on his head. It was like they got sued, straight up sued. They're like, shut that down. No, <laughs> you cannot do that. Because that was back when we were singing. When fighting American throws his mighty <laughs> yeah, right. shield. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember the days. Uh, oh, those who oppose his mighty shield must yield. I mean, that's the act. Now you're singing the actual Captain America theme song. I know. I loved it. Uh, All right, kids. Oh, he did have a version where his hair was coming out. Yeah, dude. It was bad. He doesn't have wings, though. Rip off. So we're talking rip offs. I love it. It's going to be great. Oh, God. We'll do it next Saturday. It's going to be super fun. Uh, we've got a new episode coming out this Wednesday. We're going to talk about New York Comic Con. We're talking about all kinds of cool shit. It's going to be rad. But for now, this is a two-headed nerd. Signing off. We need question of the week suggestions. <laughs>